Hi, hello, and welcome or welcome back to another episode of Bella's Bookish Banter Podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Bella. I'm a teenage girl who loves to read and talk about books. And if you do too, then this is the podcast for you. So please stick around. Welcome back to the pod and happy new year. It is officially 2024. We're like almost done with January and I haven't made an episode in a very long time, but this will be the return in the new year. And today I'm going to be doing a little catch up why I've been gone, and talking about my 2024 reading goals. So hello, welcome back to the pod. First, I want to get into why I was gone for a little while, because um, I was gone for a very long while. That's because my laptop stopped working, like it, it doesn't work anymore, and that was really unfortunate. And I haven't been able to use it for a really long time, and then I got it back. Like, they fixed it, they sent it back to me. It still didn't work, so I had to send it back to them. And I still don't have it right now, honestly, but I was really wanted to record an episode, get it out there. So here we are. I have my brother's laptop i'm borrowing it which is kind of a struggle because i had to like get all my i had to get all my software onto this laptop and then i had to figure out because my microphone it doesn't work the same with this laptop so i had to figure that out and then yeah but it's okay we're chilling we're back and then the next episode should be a wrap-up for what i read this month because i've had a pretty good reading month and i'll just do a little reading update i have to say i just finished reading the house of impossible beauties by joseph cassara cassara i might be saying the last name wrong it's one or one or the other this book broke me it's so beautiful i finished reading it last night when i tell you i was sobbing i literally think like i could not stop thinking about this book today like i literally did not know where to go with my life from here it's so good it's not really i don't know how to describe the plot because it's not really like a book with a plot it's a very character driven book which i love character driven book i know some people don't like that so i don't know if i would recommend it to everyone but it really was such a beautiful book and i think it needs like i haven't seen a lot of people read it I think it definitely needs to become more popular because it's so good and I think so many people need to read it because there's just not a lot of books written like this. It takes place in the 1980s in New York City. It follows four main characters, Angel, Venus, Danny, and Juanito, who were all a part of the legendary House of Extravaganza. In all Latinx house, houses were like a big thing in the 1980s when it comes to like ball culture and drag, like drag ball culture. But then obviously the 1980s were a horrible time to be queer and in New York (laughs) or any part of America really. So it's it's really sad, but you basically follow them along like I think it's like 15 years maybe that we go through and then so much happens. You get to see everyone's backstories and like how where they grow to be and how it ends is so sad to see how many people like actually made it to the end. It was so it's ugh, it was so beautiful. It's one of my new all-time favorites ever and I need to talk about it and I need more people to read it. It's incredible what else have i been reading the other day i got a package from indigo i ordered some books the book i got i well i ordered like three books i ordered one that was i ordered heartstopper because that's one of the ones i don't have so i got it um and i love to have it on my shelf it looks so pretty and then i can't wait to reread it now that i have it and then i also ordered a book that was like the screenplay for the movie scream six and i love the scream movies if you are not aware they're like my favorite movies ever so i ordered the screenplay and then this it was like not fully printed it was like not even half the movie i think and i was like no i was so upset so upset and then i got it sent back um and i'm getting a new one sent to me so that's nice been listening to a lot of phoebe bridgers a lot of boy genius mean girls i watched mean girls the other day it was so good i also watched wonka yesterday also so good i love timothy chalamet he's incredible like his range is crazy he like plays wonka and then he also played he's also in like call me by your name and then he's also like a cannibal in that one movie and then he's also like been it like lady like ladybird and little woman he plays two completely different characters in those greta gerwig movies all those movies are like i don't know how he's like 
he's so diverse in his acting but i love him and he did great as wonka i actually really enjoyed it his singing was good the songs were great in that movie i was telling my dad because i went to watch it with him i actually thought that it was a little i was a little let down because i thought that it was not as bizarre as it could have been you know like i feel like roald dahl and his characters like willy wonka are known to be bizarre and the movies are usually like really like random but it wasn't bizarre which is what i wanted it was my dad was like well it was pretty bizarre and i i agree it was bizarre just not as bizarre as i wanted if that makes sense i liked it a lot it was actually really good that's all i can say on it what else is new what else have i been reading listening to i think that's all for my life updates really let's talk about my reading goals for 2024 my 2023 reading goals episode was actually i think the second episode i ever made or recorded and like published for this podcast and i'm like i can't believe that was a year ago And speaking of, let's talk about how it's been one year of the podcast. I missed, I wanted to record an episode for that one, but I didn't have my laptop. I made an Instagram post because I couldn't just let it go by because one year of the podcast is crazy. I literally love the podcast so, so much. I'm so glad that I have it and have this little place to talk about books. And I literally love every single person who listens to this podcast. And I'm just like, I can't believe it's been one year. I want to do this for so much longer and I hope it lasts because it's so much fun. Like, I can't believe what I did that i have like a podcast is like crazy and then like i've interviewed people and i've had people on the pod i've done like i've talked about things that i'm really passionate about it's one of my favorite things ever is that i get to share that with like the people who listen to the pod i love having somewhere to talk about them and just to like let it all out and i'm so so grateful for the space yeah when you're of the pod i want to start by reflecting on my 2023 reading goals i read 70 books this year which was pretty cool um, according to my yearinbooks.com, I spent 36,256 minutes reading and I read 21,327 pages. My top author was Jenny Han. I read five of her books this year. They were all read, but they are all great. I love, love, love Jenny Han. Let's talk about what I said in my last year's episode. Um, there were some, I had a list of books so that I wanted to get to this year. One of the books was What If It's Us and the Here's To It's Us by Becky Albertalli and Adam Silvera. Kind of met this goal this year. I bought this book like at the start of the year after very, very much anticipating reading it. And I was so excited to read it. Um, if you've been listening to the pod since the beginning, then you've probably heard me talk about how much I wanted to read it then you probably also heard me talk about how much it let me down when i finally did read it i had an episode that i like spent so long ranting about it and i didn't even finish it i don't even think i got 50 percent of the way through but the book was just so frustrating to me it was not my favorite personally um like it was it was not good like it was the characters i thought they were written poorly and i thought the plot was written poorly and it didn't make sense the characters were bad for each other and i didn't like it at all and it was disappointing it was a letdown And after that, I thought I wouldn't read another Adam Silvera book again. I'd only read They Both Die at the End and this book. And then I loved They Both Die at the End. I did not like this book. And then I read History Is All You Left Me. And I I loved that book so much. I don't know if I talked... I don't think I talked about that one on the pod. History Is All You Left Me is so good. Adam Silvera is like great at writing. It made me cry. I know I say I cry a lot, but I don't actually cry that much. Okay, I can't lie. I do cry. But like, I think I cried in like in like a way that it hit me i really liked history is all you left me and i was i'm very ready to try something else that he wrote maybe not with becky albertalli because that didn't go well last time but i would like to read his other book more happy than not i'm pretty sure and speaking of more happy than not that was also something that was technically on my 2023 tbr because i said i wanted to read all of adam silvera's books did i do this 
Kind of. Again, literally just before the end of 2023, like December 31st is when I finished History Is All You Left Me. I'm very glad I did. Like I said, it was great. And Adam Silver redeemed himself. After reading What If It's Us and Hating It So Much, I completely forgot about Adam Silvera. Like, I, he left my mind, and I used to be such a big fan of him. And then he left my mind. After um, History's All You Left Me, I'm ready to try out some of his other books. Another book I wanted to read really badly this year was Graphic on Lychee by Emery Lee. This was such a big one for me last year. Looking back, I was so excited to read it. But I guess I kind of forgot about it, too. I did read this book. So, yes, I did meet this goal. But it was just okay. I really like Lee's writing, and I think they have the cutest book covers. This book was cute, but I just remember all of the main characters were getting on my nerves, and like that was like the main thing I didn't enjoy about this book, but I think I gave it a three stars, because it was cute, it was pretty good. I did meet this goal. It wasn't my favorite, though. Emily Henry was one of my goals to read some of her books in 2023. However, I did not meet this goal. I did not read a single Emily Henry book in 2023. Honestly forgot about this goal very quickly. She wasn't a priority for me in 2023 and if i'm being honest probably isn't in 2024 either this could change like maybe in the summer i'll be feeling different because i know her books are very summery but for now probably not i don't know if i'm gonna meet any of her books this year at all another one of my goals was these these violent delights duology and yes i fully read these violent delights and i loved it um now it's one of my favorite series ever chloe gong is a brilliant writer I want to read everything else she's ever written. I just fell so in love with their characters and the world in this one. I plan to read Foul Lady Fortune sometime soon as well. I got it for Christmas. And I know a lot of people say Foul Lady Fortune is even better than these Violent Delights. So I really want to read it. I know this one is about Rosalind, I think. But Rosalind was a really unlikable character in the first one. But everyone says she redeems herself and she's like a spy and she has a cute little romance. So I'm very excited to try it. And then there's a sequel. And then after that, there's like the two novellas that are about Roma and Juliet from These Violent Delights. And I really want to read that. But I have to read These Violent Delights first. And then I can read that. And then she also has Immortal Longings that came out in 2023, which I also really want to read. Chloe Young is like spinning out these books like crazy. She has so much I want to read. But I did meet this goal. And I do have goals. My plans to read more of her books this year. Alice Oseman, yes, kind of, again, <laughs> this year i finally started reading alice oseman i found a special edition of solitaire in america and i was like oh my god i have to get it not a special edition but it was like the redesigned cover and it wasn't out yet in canada but i went to visit america and i got it and fell in love with i i mean i love that universe already with nick and charlie but then tori tori got has my heart like i i honestly think i love tori more than i love nick and charlie and it's a shame she only has one book because she's literally the best character. I also read Radio Silence. Um, my friend lent the book to me. And that one was really good too. I gave that one four stars. I love Alice Oseman's writing. I didn't. I don't know if I like felt like I didn't feel that one so deeply in my soul. So I didn't give it like a five star like I did Solitaire. But it was good. Again, Alice Oseman will be my goal to read all her books in 2024 to finish what I have left, though I think I've read most of them at this point. I just finished reading I Was Born for This, and I was not a fan. I gave it a 2.5 stars. That one was not their best work, I think. I do want to keep reading their books. I have to read Loveless, and then she has her two novellas for Nick and Charlie. Let's talk about the anticipated releases from 2023. Uh, the first one I had on the list was The Brothers Hawthorne, which released in August. 
and I did not read this one. I haven't read The Final Gambit still. I recently bought the paperback because I waited for this whole series to come out in paperback before I bought any of them, and I need to review the first two before I read The Final Gambit because I don't- I honestly don't remember much, but I do hope to get to The Final Gambit in 2024, and then we'll see how I feel after that because I'm not completely sure if I want to read The Brothers Hawthorne or The Hawthorne Brothers. Is The, the Brothers Hawthorne, I think? One or the other. I want to read it, but I'm just not sure if it's, like, right on my very top of my list. Another one that was on my anticipated releases list was Heartstopper Volume 5, which was supposed to come out in February, I guess, because I had it written down here. But maybe it wasn't, because it, it came out in December. And no, I did not read this one in 2023. However, I did buy it recently, and I did read it in 2024 at the very start of the year, so it was really close. It was really good. I love Heartstopper, and I can't believe there's only going to be one left volume six and then it's over but i'm not gonna think about that yet because i'm not there yet but <laughs> i just this is such a good world again sorry i'm just talking about all my favorite authors right now alice Oseman just built incredible worlds i love all of the things they write love the series and i will most definitely keep reading alice Oseman, keep reading heartstopper Another one was One of Us is Back, which came out in July, and yes, I actually did read this one. Honestly, I wasn't even expecting to get this book when I did. I just remember seeing it at Costco and knowing I couldn't pass up the opportunity, so I bought it, and it was so good. It was the perfect way to end this series. I was extremely happy with it. I think the whole One of Us is Lion series is so good, and every single one is so incredibly strong. The characters are so well done, and this one just had the perfect blend of, like, bringing in the old aspects of the story to like the current story and tying it all up with like a pretty little bow and it was so good and if you haven't read the one of us is lion series i really recommend you do i think that's one anybody can like another one i had on my anticipated releases was always the almost by edward underhill this was a debut that came out in february and no <laughs> i didn't read this one i wanted to get this one really bad and unfortunately i didn't get to it but I really would like to try in 2024 because I still really do want to read this one. I also had a goal to do a readathon in 2023. Um, I seemed really excited about it at the start of 2023, but that excitement quickly faded because I just got too tired and decided I like my sleep and <laughs> I didn't want to try. So I didn't do that. Maybe I'll do one in 2024 if I'm feeling really spontaneous, but it's again, not on my very top of my list. So let's talk about 2024 goals. My reading goal is to read 60 books this year, which I think I can do. It's It doesn't seem too bad. That's five books per month, which seems like it wouldn't be too bad for me. Some of my other goals are to buddy read. I would like to read with my sister. We have so many books that we're always like, oh, we should read this. We should read this. We never get to them. So <laughs> there's a lot of books I want to buddy read with her, starting with One Last Stop by Casey McQuiston. I also want to buddy read with my friend Peyton. She's my bestie. You should go follow her Instagram if you don't already because she posts great stuff. And I've had her on the pod before, but I really hope to buddy read with her and then maybe a few other friends. I would also like to write more reviews. That's definitely one of my big goals this year is to write more reviews. I think when I write reviews, I retain more information and realize what I liked and didn't like about the book, and I always remember books more um, when I write a review. And I want to remember what I'm reading instead of reading and forgetting, so writing reviews is definitely one of my goals, and if you want to see me write reviews, you should go add me on Goodreads. The link is down below. Actually, though, I'm thinking of switching over to Storygraph. I just don't know how many people are on Storygraph. Another one of my goals, like, I really want to diversify my reading, so I have a few goals for this this year. Starting with, I want to read 
two horror books. I have never read a horror book before, but I want to try all sorts of genres this year because I really want to diversify it. My dad recommended one to me. He said The Shining by Stephen King would be a good place to start. Stephen King is said to be very scary. So, and like I scare very easily. So I'm not sure <laughs> if that's what I want to start with, but it is on my radar. I definitely would like to try it. Um, another one I've heard of is You're Not Supposed to Die Tonight by Kaylin Barron. It takes place at like a summer camp. And this one is YA and queer. So I think that one's a little more up my alley. And maybe I will read both. I have a list. I Oh, you know what else is a good horror book I want to read? Delicious Monsters by Lizelle Sambury. I read the Blood Like Magic duology way back when in uh maybe the summertime, I think. And I really like that duology, but it's like a completely different thing. It's like fantasy, witches, it's, but it's really good. And I liked... Lizelle Sanbury's writing for the most part. Sometimes we didn't get along, but for the most part, and Delicious Monsters just looks really good. So I really want to get that one. Maybe I'll try that one. There are a few I want to try. I have a list. Um, and hopefully I get to read at least two this year. I would also like to read a memoir by a trans woman. This is one of my goals. I was looking at what I read last year, and in total, I read books by two trans women authors, and they were both fiction. And I want to continue to read more by trans voices. But I also want to try other genres, like memoirs. One I have in mind for this is I Am Afraid of Men by Vivek, Sh- Vivek Shreya. I think I'm saying that name right. Another one of my goals this year, I want to read more nonfiction. So another one of my goals this year is to read four nonfiction books. I hadn't read nonfiction before 2023. Um, Like, I never really read it. But I'm starting to like it more and more. And I read four nonfiction books in 2023. But for 2024, I want to aim for five. Oh, did I say four before? I think I said four before. But I want to aim for five. I have some film books that I want to read. Um, Well Documented or Fun City Cinema. And, oh, there's one called On Directing Film. I think it's David Mamey. I am definitely messing up the name. I don't remember now. So don't take my word for that. But it's called On Directing Film. And there's a few memoirs I want to read this year. I've already read one. I read Becoming a Matriarch by Helen Knott. And that book was beautiful. It was so good. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And I recommend it to, honestly, everyone. It was really good. There's a few more I want to read, but yeah, nonfiction books. And then I also want to read 10, at least 10 WLW books in 2023. I mean, (laughs) 2024. I honestly, this feels like a small number, but I, when I was looking at what I read last year, I realized I only read five books that like mainly focused on WLW labels. And last year I read a lot of queer books and I, but like only five that were really like WLW. And I was like, this doesn't add up because I didn't read too many sapphic books. One of my like least favorite things is when people promote queer books and only focus on books with MLM relationship. And like so many people don't focus as much on WLW relationships or like sapphic characters in books. So when I found out I read five, I thought I would just double it this year and read 10. And I feel like that's such a small number and I can do a lot more, but I'm going to set it for 10. That's basically one per month. And I think I can meet that. And also make sure that I'm doing my research to find those books and keep myself accountable for that. But that is one of my goals. And my next and final goal is to read more screenplays. I got into screenwriting a lot more in 2023, but I only just started like reading screenplays. And I read Barbie by Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach. Baumbach? Like I said, I'm definitely mispronouncing that name. But Barbie was beautiful. 
I cried more than I did watching the movie because I think the second time around, I was just like, damn. I, like, I thought it was cool. I think screenplays are really interesting. Or I want to read more in 2024. Those are all my goals for 2024. I can't wait for what this year holds and I can't wait to make more episodes. Thank you so, so much for listening to the podcast. If you would like to stay updated on the podcast and what I'm reading, then you can go follow me at Bella's Bookish Banter on Instagram. Also, you can go to the Pinterest, Goodreads, all the social medias are linked down below. And if you like the podcast, please leave a rating or a review. It helps the podcast reach more people and it would really help out the pod. And also, if you know someone who might like the pod, then you should definitely share it with them. The best way to grow a podcast is surprisingly by word of mouth. So if you could share it with someone you know, that would be so, so kind. That's all. Thank you so, so much. I hope you have a lovely day. Goodbye.